I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. I think I need, I think I need, I think I need another cheeseburger in paradise. Medium well, where must be. Wouldn't that be a great mashup? Yeah. Merge the guy who does our intro song, I don't know, Merge you, what you did radio with or something. Yeah. And, and Jimmy Buffett, God rest his soul. Cheeseburger in paradise, one of the most overrated rock songs of all time. Yeah, he, is it overrated? How is it? Hold on. I Pause a second. How does something become overrated, in your opinion? Like, how can something be underrated, overrated? I can see something being like, oh, dude, it's a sleeper hit. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. great songs, a sleeper song. Like, our good, bad movie reviews, those are sleeper, those are sleeper good movies, right? Yeah. How can something be overrated? In this case, I think it, it – Cheeseburger in Paradise – consistently ranks up in people who are fringe Buffett fans, favorite Buffett songs. But when you get into the parrot heads, if you will, they kind of like, okay, this fuck. Okay. Clown. So those are pretentious twats. So in the pretentious twat Buffett parrot head world, they don't like that song because it's so popular. Uh, that song's so popular that more people like the music I like. Boo on that song for making other people like the thing that I liked before they liked it. Boo. It's overrated. That's lame. Cheeseburger in Paradise is a great fucking song. It's not like in the pantheon of great songs, but I don't think it's overrated. I think it's rated exactly where it's supposed to be. A non-station turner when it comes on. Yes, Alan? Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I don't agree with Wes's like definition of it. Like, I would say, like, pretty objectively, it's a mediocre rock song, a yacht rock song. And it's thought of as like this fucking it. It's thought of as being in the pantheon of yacht rock songs. So like, it is fucking right. overrated. I mean, it's a shitty song. Okay. But like, look, I did this brown guy sing it in a crowd full of fucking white people in Virginia multiple times. Absolutely, it was it was fantastic. So uh, yes, overrated, but still worth. I just don't feel like it's overrated, though. Okay, like, okay, uh, I run, I when I worked on rock radio, I ran into this with Metallica and the Black Album. It's like, God, oh, album's so overrated, man. They they sold out after Injustice for All. It's like, fuck you, dude. You mean they made an album that was so good that people that drove fucking station wagons decided to blare Inner Sandman while taking their kids <laughs> to fucking school? They're like, that, 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 no, that's called popular. They took a, they took a, a backroom dive bar musical genre and brought it to the forefront of the American culture. It's not overrated. That's not overrated. So what I'm saying is Yacht Rock became a thing through Buffett because he wrote a stupid song like Cheeseburger and Fucking Paradise. Mm. I mean, see, like, <sighs> I, I would disagree about fucking Metallica. Like, I don't think that that's overrated. I think you're right. That's, that's an example of people being pretentious. Whereas... Mm -hmm. Wes is probably part of a, a, a population that is pretentious Buffett fan, but that song still kind of sucks as a song. But okay, it's catchy. <laughs> it's it, look. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like look, the Macarena swept the nation. Is it a fucking good song? Absolutely fucking not. It's over. It's right. overrated. You know, like so. That's what. I, that's what my okay. explanation is. Like, it's not good. It's real. Let's let's be okay. fucking real. It's not a good <laughs> fucking song. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> but if, but you, if you can weasel yeah, in, oh, go exactly, go ahead. If you can weasel in zucchini fettuccine into a into a catchy yeah. tune, I mean, I guess I got my hats off. Five fifty seven French fried potato. Like it's fucking awful. Like it's a terrible song, but it's got its place. Yeah, I tell you, every time I do hear it, I wonder what I'm doing with my life and why I'm not sitting on a beach eating a fucking nice, delicious, juicy, medium fucking cheeseburger in a paradise location with a sugary, sweet, alcoholic beverage that's going to give me a massive hangover when I wake up in the morning. That's what it does for me, and I think that's exactly what it's supposed to do. But speaking of Yacht Rock, by the way, Ooh. Wes is is rocking the yachtiest, uh, I don't... I don't know how to describe the shirt. It, for those just listening, it is um, what, uh, I, I don't know, a rather large man would wear to hmm, some sort of engagement where his daughter is going to do something rather important with her life, yet he wants to embarrass her, so it's got Roddy Piper fucking all <laughs> over it. That's right. Yeah, so it's 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 a short sleeve button up with a pocket for God knows what you know pens, nope, uh, cigarettes, change, cigarettes. cigarettes, yeah, cigarettes probably, and uh, yeah, um, it's it's uh, styled as a kilt with various cartoon Roddy Piper things all over it. I mean, you know, it was a Christmas gift and a damn fine one too. I might Dude, say. I mean, I, I was mean, like, wow, look at you, how thoughtful. The, the attention to detail on the different genres of Roddy Piper though I'm noticing mm-hmm. that there is the uh, leather jacket leather kilt uh, NW well not NW he never joined the NWO but WCW era uh, later years Roddy Piper there's the traditional return to the WWF Roddy Piper right there where your finger's pointing uh, there's look there's the tights Roddy Piper that very few people for whatever reason he was such a good mic guy that you don't see a lot of in ring stuff just popping up randomly of Roddy Piper but he was a great in-ring tactician, dude, and he was dirty as shit. Made some great matches. Him and Bret Hart, probably one of the greatest matches of all time. Top ten. Well, he made if he did the Piper's Pit, which made kind of the took the vignettes out of Mean Gene Oakland and you know the 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 fake background into the ring and gave a more of a stage for a polished wrestler who was more of a mic guy, if you will. So you know, paved the way. Guys like Rock, a few others. You know, do made you him stars. Kn- do you know how Roddy Piper ended up in the ring? He was hired to be a wrestler, but they thought he was too small. So they were like, it doesn't make sense for you to come in as some imposing force that's going to, like, thrust his way upon the organization. So he suggested, why don't I come in as a commentator and I'll get pissed off at one of the wrestlers. I'll fight them and I'll win. And they were like, that's a good storyline. Let's do that. And then from then on, he was a wrestler and sometimes commentator. Did not know that. No. Yeah. Did not know that. Fun fact Friday coming at us early, coming at us seven minutes into this, into this second edition here in 2024. I thought you were going to say, speaking of Yacht Rock, <laughs> how about how about the guest list on uh, <laughs> is the Stephen Hawkins? Uh, did he did he roll in on a yacht? No, yes. that, that's all plain. It's all plain, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's all plain. I think it's all plain. I, Alan, you are our um, expert on uh, <laughs> pedophile <laughs> islands. Yeah, um, yep. Uh, keep a catalog of those <laughs> just strictly for avoidance uh, and because professional necessity, unfortunately. 
<laughs> um, Alan, you're you're more of a wizard with the the machine than I am. Is there any way you can get a list? I mean, it's everywhere. A list of like the people that were released on yeah, the. Uh... I mean, probably, I haven't. I have not. Okay. Looked, so yeah, let's check. Let's figure it out. Was while he's while he's grabbing this up, <clears throat> and Mur, you and I spoke about this briefly. Was was it you know? We, was it one? Were we expecting so many names? Were like this is okay. I could probably guess A, B, C, and D celebrities. And when you got to Stephen Hawking, you're like, whoa, 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 back up a tick, back yeah, up a tick. Pretty Wheel much. that wheelchair back a little bit. Hold on. Because I guess I just thought people went to Steve because Steve Steve didn't get around so hot. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like even if you were going to get him on a plane, like there's a lot of other, you know. Stuff you gotta lug along with them. You gotta get the contraption. You gotta get the AI symbiote voice machine with them. Um, I'm sure there's several IVs and food tubes that gotta come around. Uh, like a, a nurse or four or five. I don't know. Um, and then and then you gotta lug that guy down to the airport. I mean, no offense to Stephen Hawking. Plus he's dead, so who cares? Um, it's not like. You know, maybe that's why he was so obsessed with the black holes. If I could just go through one and be there, this would be easier. Easier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think having Stephen Hawking on the list of Epstein's Island is a little bit of a wild card. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, I'm I'm what I'm saying. What I what I earlier when I presented this, it's like the A, B, C, and D. I mean, there were names thrown out. I mean, you thought you were going to get a Biden, a Trump, a Clinton. A handful of other celebrities, but yeah, you know, a, a world class astrophysicist who is what the archaeologist of of space, you know, a fiction writer more or less, and yeah, you just and then and then they I don't was that all bullshit when they started throwing out details of the things that he he demanded. Um, I don't know. I didn't hear any of the details. I just what heard that like, he was he, okay. I heard like observing midget gangbangs. Yeah. Oh, I did hear like I did a, hear not that. cucking, but just. I mean, maybe he can't, you know, well, I guess a cuck is just observing. So, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what else is he really supposed to do? I mean, they're going to like give him a chair dance. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Make demand, make demands via his you in the cor- you on the corner of the bed. Get active now. <laughs> Pull your Get pants active. down. Show your midget wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do somersaults. Okay. I probably have to go somewhere that I don't want to go to find this list. <laughs> no, nah, I think just Twitter, which is probably somewhere you don't really want to yeah, go. But it just, yeah, there's probably just a big, like, it's probably like a screenshot list. Okay, but I think some of the names on there, obviously, everybody was like, I think the shocking thing is how many times Clinton was there. Like, you can't really, you can't really, come on, there's how much more plausible deniability can you have upon with this guy? Like, he was there 50 times. 50 50 times. Yeah, like, so 50 times, some dirty shit went down. But I guess the reason I'm fascinated with Stephen Hawking is, okay, I know this all is bad, and anybody that was there, I think if they went once, I think they get a little bit of a hall pass. I think if you, it's Just like... curiosity, it, 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 like human nature. Not, hmm. Hey, we're going to a, we're going we're to going a private to beach. Island. Oh, yeah. Fucking hey, wow, that's that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm I not think, gonna lie. If somebody was like, Hey, we're going to our buddy Jeff's Jeff's Island, man, you trying to go? I'd be like, Sounds cool, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, you don't even gotta know and Jeff, then, right? To be like, Yeah, let's that's, that's then like far a guy away. checks a list before I get onto a plane and I'm like, hmm, that seems like it's gonna come back to haunt me, but hey, island, right? <laughs> <laughs> This NDA is just for a procedure, yeah. don't worry. Yeah, and then 
and and like once you're there, it's not like you can be like, I don't really like what's going on here, guys. Can I get back on the plane that's on the private runway? And you know, I don't own it or anything, and it's like a thousand miles from shore. But uh, can I leave now? Like, no, you can't. You have to sit in the corner with Steve. Go watch. <laughs> go watch the midget gangbang. Okay, just don't get involved. Close your eyes. We got a wheelchair for you too. Don't worry. You know, because I think blush. all of us. Have we not all ended up at a party that was not what we were anticipating and instantly wanted to leave, but our ride didn't want to go? I mean, yeah, I, I, not exactly as you spelled it out, but yes, I've, I've been at I've been at parties that I either did not want to or had no business being at. It was still kind of semi intrigued, like ooh, like hey man, we got we got to get the fuck out of here. I don't know, man, they got beer. No, no, Wes, finish your beer. Let's fucking guys, roll. Was it like an <laughs> eyes wide shut party. <laughs> no, no, God, I wish. <laughs> I, I ended up at a party where everybody decided that we were taking acid and we were going to watch the wall. That sounds fucking amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you've never touched the stuff before and you don't know anybody there, it's a little bit more interesting. Sounds even funner. I, I went. I went. Because this is why when I when I first watched Superbad the first time, remember when Michael Sarah gets stuck in the room with the guys doing yes. blow and then they make him sing. <clears throat> I went, we, me and like three other guys at sixteen or seventeen went to a place to purchase illegally marijuana. Okay, and it, that type of party was happening, mid twenties dudes high on blow with no shirts on in a house with no air conditioning. Like, what fuck? What fuck you doing here? Uh, uh, who do you know? I don't know anybody, man. Nobody. What the fuck you doing here then? Like, oh shit. <laughs> then some five foot albino dude emerged from the masses and was like, oh, hey, uh, they're with me. Like, yeah, yeah, we're with him. We're with him. Jesus. Oh, you're yeah. with Chucky? Well, were you getting your ass kicked in? <laughs> yeah. God, we almost beat the guy's ass that uh, uh, encouraged us to go there. Like, I know a guy. Like, what the fuck, man? fucking know that was gonna happen dude and tom segura has a whole bit about that like things that our kids will never ever ever have any clue as to why it was dangerous like yeah going to buy pot was like uh, uh, an adventure like you were gonna show up at a random person's house in a random neighborhood where you shouldn't be and you don't know anyone and it's bad and you could get arrested for this oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone's going through their phone trying to find, like, all right, I haven't talked to this guy in three or four years. Maybe he knows somebody. Boop. Hey, what's up, man? Been a while. I know it's a random call at midnight, but, uh... <laughs> Do you <Boop>. think, um, <laughs> possibly, maybe, yeah. Um, but, okay, so Epstein's Island, I anybody that went there once, I think they get a hall pass, because I don't think you necessarily knew what you were getting yourself into. But if you got there the first time and then enjoyed yourself enough to visit twice... Then I think you should be in a little bit of a, a deposition somewhere in Washington D.C. and talking 50, about it. Though. I mean, I'm thinking about it like, okay, I I love Dewey Beach. I love going there. I love partying there. I love getting out on the beach, having some drinks, et cetera, et cetera. I, lo I love the whole vibe, the atmosphere. I love that it's small, it's quaint. You can get from one end to the other with a 20 minute walk. I may I may have been there 50 times, maybe in my life, maybe. And it's legal. Well, I guess Epstein's Island isn't illegal. Well, not at the so, time, so to speak. I don't right. know. Got, but think about this. I got all 900 pages now. Give me a couple. Oh, give me a couple Jesus. Well, <laughs> well, real quick, though. Think about that. You're 40, right? And yeah. your partying 41. days. Your, your, semantics. Your, your partying days, uh, they're, they're, you know, 
the hard partying days are behind you, but your partying mm -hmm. days are still about you. And you just sat there and said, I maybe have been to Dewey Beach 50 times. Maybe. Jeffrey Epstein was only, like, active between, like, all this shit that's going down. We're talking about the years between, like, 1996 and, like, what, what was the first year he got, like, popped for human trafficking and pedophilia. I think it was only, like, a 10-year run. So in 10 years, yeah. old Billy C. was going down to this fucking private island for just some debauchery. Once a season, you know, you know, four times a year, and then throw in a throw in an anniversary here and there. <laughs> Do you think Hillary was going with him? Do you think she was, uh, or was she staying at home holding down the fort? I don't know what, I think her and, and I don't know. I don't want to get, because I, I don't want to make this like this super political thing, but I, I the Stephen Hawking thing. Then make it a sexual thing. Make it purely sexual. <laughs> The reason, the reason I'm fascinated with Stephen, the Stephen Hawking aspect of this is because does he, does he get a lifetime pass? I mean, I know he's dead and there's nothing you can really do about it at this point, but somebody that is that maligned by life, like I know that the stuff that was going on there wasn't, you know, on the up and up, obviously, but this guy confined to a chair confined to his own mind like nothing else working does he get a little bit of a pass for some just like i know it's a legal fun but like it's not like he could get himself there again somebody else had to take him and it's like hey steve we're gonna go to that place where all the women do whatever you want and they have that whole room of little people that like to dress up in clown outfits spray whipped cream at each other and then have uh, uh older women lick it off of them you want to go watch that again sure thing like what's he gonna do <laughs> besides stare at a window <laughs> I mean, does he get a, a lifetime pass because he is was a life not a lifelong but a most of his life cripple? Yes. I don't know, man. I don't no. think so. Probably no, not. I don't. Okay. No. And he was like, okay. it'd be different if he was like, you know, like he got in some kind of accident, was a cripple, and was like also a little slow now. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh. Mm. He got in an accident when he was younger. He's a little fucked up. You know what he I mean? Yeah, he better. doesn't really know better. Like, no, he's a fucking genius. Like, yeah, I don't think I'll, yeah, when you have full mental faculty, but like your penis doesn't work, that's, you still get fucking, you still can get called a pedophile. Like, it's just fine. Like, it's totally fine. I, this may be bullshit. This may be Twitter or the whole internet fabricating bullshit but it was my understanding that he was a la carte these requests they were like all right steve you know let us know what you want and he's like you know eh, four midgets bedroom to myself whips chains uh air machine confetti <laughs> heads of, heads of, salami heads of lettuce small salami sandwiches sliders for the little people to take breaks <laughs> sliders <laughs> at least he's conscientious that's twice you've mentioned they need to take a break <laughs> he's, he's working them hard man cramps cramp, cramps happen to them too man <laughs> well they're all muscle i mean obviously <laughs> i guess i guess in my mind like in in at least in stephen hawkins mind I assume that he would imagine if there was a god at the end of his singularity, at the middle of his black hole, that they it owed him whatever he wanted in life. And if he had access to some of this stuff, he was just going to take it because he wasn't getting it any other way. It's not like he could just even like take himself to a strip club. You know what I mean? He couldn't just take himself anywhere. He had to like, he had to have these high and mighty elitist friends, and they happened to be into some really raunchy, 
illegal stuff that he found to be quite enlightening and fun. And I'm like, you know, he's just along for the ride. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a, that's a slippery slope. Because if you start giving hall passes, then everyone else is going to, you know, come up with some sort of uh, debate tactic or some sort of, you know, defense of their own to say, oh, you know, I just... This is just what I wanted. I didn't think I didn't think it was wrong. It's kind of the, the Costanza. I, did, I didn't know you couldn't do that. Well, Alan, any that uh, any names on the list that we should be? Uh, I mean, like surprised by? Uh, I don't think so. I think I mean we all kind of knew all the big ones. I'm working while it's not like to be clear, a fucking America because I know we have a wide audience. Uh, fucking. It's not like there's a neat list numbered, and it's like these people got on a plane to Kid Island. Like, it's a bunch mm. of conversations and emails and text messages that you kind of got to sift through and be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, interesting. That's weird. Like, people shouldn't be texting about that kind of stuff. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> Slick Willie J's name's in there quite a bit. That's never good. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, as much as he protested, he's definitely on the list a lot. Fucking, yeah. Now, now, other than that, nobody really like breathtaking. I think they they all kind of came out in the in the wash. You know what I mean? A bunch of random people yeah. that nobody's ever heard of, like foreign diplomats and shit like that. You know, like Fr- French consuls. Nobody cares about Jean Luc Brunel. Nobody knows who the fuck that guy is. But he was diddling kids <laughs> on an island, so that's a thing. But I'll let you know. I'm going to read through this. This seems like some light reading that I'll tell you. <laughs> for, for, for purposes of this podcast, I'll I'll read through not all of this, definitely, uh, and let you know what I find. So, I mean, do you guys care about this at all? I mean, my, my care and concern is almost out the window with it. I mean, sadly, which is just my dumb American brain. Like, eh, that's old news now. I mean, not that – I mean, these people should be held – fully accountable for their actions and what they allowed to have occur. Because, again, it's one of those deals where, like, if you didn't seek it out, he wouldn't provide it. <laughs> Therefore, it wouldn't exist. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah. Now, I mean, you I definitely, mean, gotta, you definitely gotta hold them accountable. I mean, like, this, you can't, you can't just be diddling kids and stuff. That's not, that's not yeah. right. That's not okay. It's, we've established that. <laughs> Not that long ago, but we established it. And fucking, it's true. We also had that discussion, but fucking, look again. You can't be doing this shit, and it's kind of it's super fucked up. So yeah, hold them accountable. Is it that big of a deal at this point? Um, nah. I mean, the world's kind of falling apart. So no, not really. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it isn't. And there are definitely more important things I think we should be focusing on. Yes, we should not let people diddle kids, but fucking let's try to fix, like, the economy and some housing crises and, you know, just some other stuff that generally keeps us alive. Yeah. I I, I think on a just a social moral level, it should it, it should sound the alarms for celebrities to hold themselves, the celebrity yeah. ecosystem to hold themselves accountable. Like y'all can't get away with shit just because you're fucking rich. I know you think you can, and most times, in most cases, you can because you you know pay you pay for lawyers that are able to 
defend you in cases that most of us fucking can't do, or you can bleed the system to a point where it's just like, all right, fuck it, man, you, you did it, you know, get away. But, you know, if you see something wrong, speak up, because in this case, you know, I, I don't know if the names on this list and the people that are on this are, are going to face harsh legal battles, I, I hope, but I, I, I think maybe out of court in public, in, you know, in the public eye, the ecosystem that is Hollywood and el- I don't even say Hollywood elitist. Let's just put it that way. Rich mo- moguls and tycoons. You, you can't get away with this bullshit. But I, the one thing that I do, and I, I, I'm not trying to dive into this rabbit hole fucking full on, but when something like this, that's this elaborate that involves this many people, you know, of an elite status, like, doesn't this lend a lot of credence to a lot of those other kooky conspiracies that you hear about? <laughs> well, I, I've already, I, I, already starting to see in the conspiracy debates that I get in online, people say, "Well, Epstein Island happened." You didn't believe that, and like, brother, I just, that had nothing to that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So it's this is true. This turned out to be true. Therefore, everything prior could, in fact, be true, whether you believe it or not. It's. I understand what you're saying, and and you know, I don't like I I don't really know many people on any side of the aisle that were like Epstein Island's fake. You know what I mean? I think most people were like, that sounds probably fucking true. Like, but nobody nobody went for it. You know what I mean? Like nobody like well because I guess the people that would have investigated it were told probably not to investigate it by the people that are on like the list. Like Wes said, this is should be a red flag to like America and to America to hold Hollywood accountable and like just rich people in general. And like I want to actually like I was going to say let me take Hollywood out of that cuz as we read through this list, it's not fucking it's not like every fucking A-list actor that every fucking conservative was like it's probably it's probably Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and fucking this guy. Like it's none of those people. It's a bunch of random fucking like diplomats and politicians and fuck like it's a bunch of fucking other people it's a bunch of really rich billionaires who own fucking big companies it's not brad pitt like yeah right but i would say that it takes the celebrity aspect to bring it to the public eye because like you said nobody knows those other people or cares and probably most of us think that those people engage in that kind of nonsense any which way is just part of their funsies and i made the mistake unfortunately i was looking for a documentary to watch and i came across a bilderberg fucking group documentary and i decided to watch that and about half an hour into it i was like you need to stop right now because you're not going to be able to solve the world's problems from your bed while eating graham crackers and chocolate (laughs) (laughs) and what i think what freaked me out the most is after like while watching this documentary that came out before the Epstein Island stuff was exposed. I'm like, holy crap, all the people that were on that island had a little something to do with the world financial, da-da-da-da-da. Like, I started thinking about how, you know how, like, when, okay, like, when I got into radio, I was like, well, how do you do that? And then I got there, I'm like, oh, it's just a job, like any other job. It's just a lot of people see the job because they, it's a, it's a thing. It's a public job. But then I realized, like, oh, like Dick Cheney, like, he was just some guy from the Midwest who happened to be an intern in Washington, D.C., and then got so deep in that game that one day he was in charge of invading an entire country. <laughs> so these guys, like, they run the world. They, they run the world. And it's, this is the kind of shit they do because they can. 
for funsies. And that's just scary. And it's scary because this kind of thing, to me, proves that those, like, elitist puppet string stories that you hear about are probably true. Yeah. See, that's where, like, I draw a lot. Like, are you asking, like, when you ask that question, I'm like, am I surprised? Do I think this? No. I don't think that fucking rich people diddling kids then proves that we fucking, you know, have lizard people fucking eating child glands. No, no, nope. It, we, yeah, diddling kids, yep, legitimate problem. Fucking other cra- flat earth, nah, nope. <laughs> like, we can't, there's a line here. We've got to stay rooted in reality. People diddling kids, been a been, been pretty, pretty big problem for all of humanity. <laughs> fucking so yes yeah. definite still problem fucking lizard cabal running the financials of the world no definitely not the back the back of a pizza shop in yeah. dc hosting and harvesting a dream yeah. crown yeah no no nope. we're Knock out there off. yeah but deadly kids <laughs> on an island rich people planes yep let's stop that that's probably bad that we can fix that that's the thing we can right. fix I know. I just, I don't know. Part of me, like, thinks about what we would come up with if we had that kind of clout and money. Like, what we would just, what we would just, not, we wouldn't diddle kids, but I mean, what would we do for funsies? Like, what kind of conspiracies would we plant in the heads of the public? I told you. Why, let's get back to just good old-fashioned human hunting. Like, let's, let's, why we gotta diddle kids? That's... Didn't we, didn't we come up with a a whole go-kart track at at an empty mall? You know? A desolate mall? I know, that has infrastructure. That, I know, but that's actually something on the surface that we're like, like we tell people, yeah, go there. It's fun. Like I'm talking about, like, mm. what's that thing that we do behind the cloaked curtain, you know, where nobody can see? And we're like, oh, hey, hey, you want to get France into a into a fight with Germany again? Ooh, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that these guys that are is doing because they can. Yeah, yeah, paying off FIFA to get World yep. Cups. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hundred percent, because it's fun. Because they love soccer, and they're like, "I want, I want my country to have it." So, what are we gonna do? I don't know. We're gonna pay that that Saudi guy like a thousand billion dollars, or because like they can wash money through a fucking major tournament that comes to their fucking their country. You know what I mean? That's definitely what the Saudis yeah. were doing. Or the Qatar. Don't bury the lead on washing money, by yeah, the way. I know. <laughs> Middle class holes, everyone. Murr, Allen, and Foxman. I don't know. Give us your thoughts. I, I, to answer your question, summary. I care, but at this point, you know, I'm a nobody. Yeah. What am I going to do? Protest? What am I going to like march around? You know, the Ra- the Ravens Stadium, just a, a, a stone's throw away from my house. The the first playoff game they host. What am I going to do? Like, hey, I told you. I didn't say shit, but I could lie. I told you all. I'd probably get that fucking sign stomped on and the beer dumped on me. <laughs> I've thought about the protests. Like, I see these people stop in traffic all the time. Is that not, like, does that, okay, let's say you were on their side, right? I don't know. Let, give me, let's use an example, like, uh, global warming, like, stop the drilling, and then you stand in the middle of the highway with the sign that says stop the drilling. Like, if I'm the guy in the car, it's like, I agree with you, but I need to get to work now. Like, all of a sudden, I'm going to be a drill baby drill guy because you're being an asshole. Like, isn't there a better way to protest? Like, it, No, because protest is supposed to be disruptive because that's the whole fucking point of it. But 
I get what you said. Like, other people, the world goes on. You, yes, I understand you could protest, but like, you kind of can't fucking kill me here and like make me get fired. But also, maybe we should stop fucking. Maybe for a split second here, just spitball. Maybe me and a guy like me and you who are like, yeah, I agree with that, but I gotta get to work. Should maybe like one time or one day be like, you know what? I'm gonna take off work and fucking. Go stand up for something that I believe in. And then maybe if more yeah, people do that shit, we actually get something accomplished versus being like, God damn, all right, I'm running you over. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know, but shouldn't shouldn't you annoy the people that make a choice in the matter? Like, I don't have any, like, I can't do anything. I can't help I mean, you. Yeah. Like, I get what you're, like, you know what but I'm 100%. saying? But 100%. So here's, here, here's what we do. We start with protesting the fucking the occupational force that protects us from doing it to the people that we're supposed to be doing it to. What do you say? What do you say to that? We say like we, we start with protesting the people who stop us from protesting to the people we need to be protesting to talk about the police. So let's, yeah. let's start there. We'll protest them first so that we can then protest the people we need to protest because they usually stop us from doing it. You need to build a flow chart real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, yeah. I get it, but I, uh. we got to start with the building blocks, gentlemen. Foundational. Can't start. We can't yeah. go straight to fucking president. They they kick you out. They have he's got armed guards. We need to start at the armed guards and work our way up. Well, I guess that's my point. Like, if there's a roadway to block, like Pennsylvania Avenue is a quite a long road, but they still have to travel it. You don't have to like post up it. It, it you know. 1598 Pennsylvania Avenue, but maybe like down the road a little bit, like at 800 Pennsylvania Avenue and like block that off that, you know, that they won't kick you out of. And that old piss enough people off in high, high level positions that, you know, I'm just saying, I just feel like blocking like I-95 at, you know, I don't know, 8 a.m. It just ain't going to convince the massive amount of people to come join your protest. That's all. See, they, uh, and maybe I'm wrong on this. I think that they think that you say I care, but not enough to stop, pull my pull over, hand me a sign with a stick and I'll fucking protest with you. If you don't care that much, then you don't care. I care a little. Yeah, that's my point. A little's not enough for change. Yeah, that's I think that's that, that's their point, I think. You know what I mean? Well, I also don't. Okay, but these are the type of people that probably go home and listen to Cheeseburger in Paradise on their boombox. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be associated with that guy. I mean, he thinks that song's not overrated. So it's it's not the message; it's the personnel. Yes. Huh, yes. Okay. Yes. Huh. Yeah, and you're not convincing the right personnel that it's the right problem. And if you, it's just like. I don't know, there's certain bands or TV shows that maybe you're just not into because if you have to talk about it with the type of people that are into it, you're going to put a shotgun in your mouth and cobain yourself in the middle of your living room. So you're just like, nah, I ain't watching that shit because I know that fucking Jerry likes that show. And if Jerry finds out I like that show, he's going to try to talk to me. So I'm just going to stay completely in the dark, not even going to watch it. That's reasonable. I mean, I get the argument I'm saying. Maybe we're boiling something more serious down to like, man, I... Don't I I knew a guy who loved Lost and I hated that fucking guy, so I never watched Lost. You know what I'm saying? Like I think we're boiling down like social problems to fuck that 
I don't want to talk to that guy at the office about shared interest. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're simplifying something very complex to something we shouldn't simplify it to. Dude, we're dumb animals, man. We are dumb animals. We gotta, we gotta dumb it down for the like. If you want animals, the dumber the animal, all you need is like a, a, a trough of water, and they're like, oh, shit, I'll come eat, I'll come drink with an alligator. I need to. We're all in this together, and that's how you get that many random people together. You gotta dumb it down. You gotta make it fun. You gotta make it cool, man. I don't know. Why don't these guys like? Okay, you wanna, you wanna block a highway? Bring a 30-pack and hand beers out to people like while they're waiting in line. Be like, hey, guys, you ain't making it to work today, but we got a keg out here right in front of the line. You guys want to protest with us? Here's a here's a red Solo cup. <clears throat> Let's end global warming. <laughs> I, tell you what, I may not be happy about it, but I'd be okay with being drunk at 8 a.m. and missing a day at work. Couldn't help it, man. Protesters got me. So it's, so it's not the message, it's alcohol. Okay, it's, I got it. It's, it's, I was going to say, it's like the epitome of, like, America right there in Murr's explanation of produce. It's like, listen, man, I don't really... You've got to make it worth my while for me to fight for my rights. Do you got do you got some keystones? Do you have a keg of Coors Light that I could drink from while we stand around and talk about social issues? That's really where I'm at. God forbid... We actually just do it because we probably should to make our lives better. <laughs> hey, look, look, I drive an electric car. I'm not part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Lithium mines and the children. <laughs> eh. I know a nice island they, they can do some good summer work at. It's pretty, it's vacant Out now. <laughs> Fix it up. <laughs> Goodwill mission. Uh... I think this is why people around the world don't like us. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. God, Jesus Christ. You ain't fucking kidding. Um, all right. This is a, uh, a list out of BuzzFeed. Uh, 19 annoying things and disrespectful things that people do, but are relatively common. Uh, I'm going to breeze through a few of these, but some of them hit home, especially Dude, some of the driving stuff. I look, I actually had to stop reading it because I got so mad at like how obvious all of these are that mm. I, yeah, I was, I was West Foxing. My way through the article is like, fucking, you know, eh, eh. so yeah, don't, let's not spend too much time on it. Let's just uh, brass tacks and we'll, we'll, we'll rage and move on. I got to, I'm flattered that I'm now a verb. I've, I've West Fox my way through this. So the picture that's shown with the, uh, with number one is a watermelon sitting next to office supplies or school supplies, like three ring binders and, and notepads and things like that. So number one, zero excuses to dump stuff off everywhere. If you're too lazy to return something to the spot you got it from in the store, uh, you can hand it to the cashier at the checkout and say, I changed my mind and they'll, they'll take care of it. Oh, okay. Well, this is when like somebody's like, nah, I don't want this. And they just like, they, they have like a pair of like weightlifting gloves from sporting goods and they just decide they're just going to leave it in the candle section. Like that's, that's fucking bullshit. Either walk it over there or take, yes, like you said, take it to the counter. That's just fucking, oh, yeah. But I, I've put, like, uh, canned, uh, canned diced tomatoes in the cookie section before. You're an asshole. I, the worst I saw, though, this is at, ah, Christ, it was a Walmart that had a grocery store. You know, super, they, call, they call those super Walmarts. Um, and someone had either, it was chicken of some sort, drumsticks or thighs. I didn't get a clear reading of the, uh, of the, of what they were it was a perishable item right but they they decided they didn't want them and then put it in the uh the the 
like the, the cooler at the end of every aisle with the soft drinks to keep it cold. Yeah. When they like leave it, leave it out. They felt, okay. they felt that was irresponsible. You know, you can't put it on the gum or the, uh, the tabloid magazines. Okay. I have a problem with it cause I don't like salmonella poisoning. That's, you know, that's my, that's my major gripe on this one, but I am actually kind of like proud of them for putting it in a place that was like appropriate for the product. So it didn't spoil. Like they could have just left it over with like, like you said, with the gum and just left it out to like rot in the hot fucking stale air of a super Walmart. So at least yeah. they put it in a cooler section. That's that's a half pass. <laughs> Alan, your thoughts on uh, leaving things where they don't belong because you're too lazy to put them back where you got it from? Um, I mean, I do it from time to time. I know. I knew he yeah. did. You're you are you were <laughs> that guy. On, you're a kick rock. Depends on what it is though. Like I'm not. Yeah, I, like you said, perishables, no, that's rude. I'm not going to, like, sit a jug of milk out in the fucking, like, you know, <laughs> fucking electronic section. Be like, oh, well, I don't I don't think I want Cheerios today. Just you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that dickhead. But, like, you know, if I have, like, let's say hypothetically I grabbed a bag of chips or something. And I walked by and then an end cap. And there was like a deal on a bigger bag of the same chip. And I was like, huh, well, now this one's sitting here and this one's coming with me. And like, I'm, yeah, like that, not a problem. Um, I don't have as much, I don't really, no, I don't really take issue yeah. with that. That's okay. And, and honestly, I actually don't mind if you leave a bag of chips really anywhere in the That's store true. because you didn't want them at that point. Because chips go with everything, you know? Yeah. Mm. Buy a shirt, some chips. So a ba- Buy a fucking CD, some chips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a bag of Lay's next to some radishes. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Fair uh, honestly, bag of chips next to the clothes rack. Like I could be like, oh shit, I almost forgot Doritos. Yeah. Thanks. Like, oh, <laughs> Thanks, random a, guy that left these here. And a tennis balls and some fucking Lay's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I I love eating hand Lay's by the handful when I'm practicing my forehand. Especially with that Western grip, Western grip forehand, Western grippy. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's a Pringles guy, and you know, on the tennis court, he likes the aesthetic of the of the tennis ball can for both his chips and his balls. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't do the one handed thing though. You know, if you're practicing tennis, you can't dip that hand single. You can't go single handed in that true. thing That's of true. Pringles. Yeah. We've seen those ads. That's a good point. Yeah, Andre Agassi got stuck in there once. He's got little hands. I got little baby hands. I can do it. <sighs> you got those Agassi hands. I know what you guys are going to say on this one. Uh, parents who let their kids run amok in public spaces and let them do anything. Kids make a nuance of themselves. Uh, just ignore ignoring the children is one of the things that they brought up. And that's just, yeah. Oh, God. I wouldn't fucking backhand them, throw a foot out. I want to, th- even if I'm going to buy the chips, maybe throw the chips on the kid after he falls down. You know, I don't know. If, I think there was an article that we didn't do at one point, but it was like there's a restaurant that if your kids are acting up, they charge you extra money. And there was some couple that was getting all pit, like, why am I getting charged of 20 extra dollars on my bill? And they're like, because your kids are assholes. They were bothering everybody in the restaurant. We did not ask you to leave, but you are getting charged an inconvenience fee. So next time you come, either don't bring your kids or uh, get them in control. And I have no problem with that. Because, look, yeah. William's never acted an asshole in public. And I don't know if it's because I'm a good parent or if he's just got a good temperament. Either way, I've never been the problem. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, the when little I- kids, kids, well, first of all, Everybody knows that I think kids suck. So 
fucking if your kids uh, if you can't control your children in public spaces that's even worse like i don't want them there to begin with and then they suck like no that's that's fucking terrible so whatever you were asking fuck them kids that's always my answer <laughs> that's <laughs> always my fucking answer <laughs> As I was reading this, it reminded me a story of my own childhood. We were we were at I, my memory leads me to believe we were in Cooperstown visiting the Baseball Hall of Fame, but we weren't at the Baseball Hall of Fame. We were at another museum, non sports related, somewhere outside of Cooperstown, maybe like Oneida or Binghamton or something like that. Maybe I'm way off on this, but I recall that uh, I had. My parents were watching some, looking at something. I had gone down about two or three exhibits, you know, glass case exhibits ahead of them, butted in front of a middle-aged couple to point out something that I thought was funny and started like rubbing the display class with my grimy ass fingers. <laughs> and the the man of this couple got pissed off. I could hear him go like, Jeez, and like move on. And dude, a split second later, I got the fucking vice grip on the back of my neck. It was my dad. Boom. And I thought that he was going to say, I don't care how much money I spent or spent on my child to appreciate a museum. I'm taking him outside and fucking leg dropping him like Hulk Hogan in the fucking parking lot. Man, he took me to the lobby and read me the riot act for like five minutes. And that's not not three minutes. And I thought it was five. I'm talking five fucking minutes of finger in my face. The finger slapping my nose a few times. I didn't fuck around after that. Yeah, exactly. That's good parenting. That's what should happen. You have to, if you want to act like an asshole, I'm going to treat you like an asshole. And, you know, you got to be, you got to be gentle where it's time to be gentle and you got to be rough where it's time to be rough. It's time to be rough. I had a gentle night tonight. Uh, William, William tested me tonight. He Ooh. said, first time he said a bad word. What was the mm. bad word? And it wasn't, it wasn't that yeah, bad. No, I he know goes, it wasn't. That's why I'm asking. Shit. No, Ass. he goes, uh, he goes, what the hell? And, but, but watch my face. This is exactly how I did it. He goes, what the hell? And then looked at me, and I was like, I was like, and I just kind of went, "Hey, buddy, where'd you hear that?" He's like, "Um, I, you know, I don't remember. I think it was on YouTube." Or I was like, "Okay, uh, we don't really, we don't." I was like, "In a few years, you can say that, but why don't we stick to what the heck?" And he's like, "Yeah, I like that better." I was like, "All right." So I didn't flip out on him. I was just like, "Hey, maybe." Cause, honestly, I was like, "Maybe you heard me saying it all the time." <laughs> so if I would, you know, I didn't want him to think I was a bad guy. So that was more the uh, where That's I was right. shielding him. How old is he? Again? Yeah. You got it. Nine. Oh, fuck yeah. He can say that shit. Fuck it. I, yeah, well, he's a very innocent nine, okay? He's like a, he's like a six in the, the nine, on, with a nine-year-old body. Oh, they go, they go a little crazy if you shelter them too much. Careful there. I know. I'm being all right. We're good. We're good. All right. What else we got? Number three. Uh, <laughs> neighbors who don't respect quiet hours, it's common sense that after 10 or 11 p.m., you should keep it down. Depends on the night of the week, in my Correct. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think Friday, Saturday, I think 1 a.m. I think you're. I think you should be allowed 1 a.m. on a Friday, Saturday. I say midnight. I mean, I'm wearing row homes. I mean, Wes. So that's okay, that's fair. Yeah. 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 I think you can you can continue to party, but yeah. take it down from an 11 to a yeah. seven or a six or something like that. I'm a deep. I'm a heavy sleeper, so it doesn't bother me too much. But yeah, I mean, I think it's. I'm a creature of my own habit, too, because I know for a fact that I partied way too goddamn late 
in a, in condos and apartments that I lived in where it was like, you know, no, like, yeah, you know, no one gives a fuck till they knock on the door. I don't give a shit. And, but <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, during the week, absolutely. Fucking turn that shit down. Christ, there was someone blasting Jay-Z, which was actually good music too, on a loudspeaker, like 10 o'clock a couple nights ago. And I was like, man, <laughs> tell him to, tell him to turn Jigga down. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, here's, sense. here's my, here's my other question. I think I brought this up a few years ago and I don't remember the answers you guys gave. If somebody's partying that loud, are you invited to the party? Yeah, that's the real question. Like, I don't care if you do. I don't care if your shit's bumping. If you're in mom next door, I should be able to at least come over and, like, have a beer. Wes? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. They offer the invite. Let them know. Hey, we're having a little something-something. Come on by. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. Uninvited. You should be like, hey, dunk, dunk, dunk. What's going on? I heard you guys are having a party. Oh, is it loud? It's it's only loud if I'm not invited. So I'm coming yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, come on. Open yeah, sesame, man. bro. And if it's like, nah, kind of like a private friends and family thing, like, okay, well, I'm going to go call the cops. I'll be <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then we got to fight. That's probably. fine. Yeah, either way. <laughs> All right, well, this gender reveal party is going to be kind of awkward, but come they on have, in. They have drugs and midgets and a man in the corner in a wheelchair with some sort of speaking device that he types into. <laughs> Fucking weird. Uh, this one, this one made my blood boil. Uh, I truly wanted to under, uh, I truly want to understand the absolute weirdos who pull into the left lane on the freeway, drive slow, and never leave. Why? How are you that dense? Uh, the space to the right. It's, uh, someone's clearly trying to pass. Why not get over? I don't okay. understand. I want to know the answer to this question. This joke is almost like cliche. Like this was a joke made in like the late '80s. Like then you got the people in the fast lane driving slow, and the people that want to drive fast driving fast in the slow lane because the people in the slow lane. Are... Have we? Has people not bitched about this enough that it's just not common knowledge that you? I, I experienced it this morning on Route 40 on the way to work. I read this yesterday. My blood boiled over. I stopped reading the article at this specific one, and then I started driving work this morning. And boom, left lane clogged up. Right lane. I'm not even mad at the people in the right lane. I'm like, dirt. This is exactly my mental conversation I had today. It's like, nope, oh, can't be mad at these guys. They're in the they're in the lane they're supposed to be in for the speed they're they're trying to get. That's their lane. They're allowed to drive slow. But you're a fucking cocksucker. You deserve to die. I hope your fucking left wheel blows out and you careen into the fucking middle of this median and you dive bomb headfirst into the fucking other side of the fucking traffic. Yeah, yeah, that's where if my you, mind went. If you don't die, I hope your penis gets severed into four, four slices and you can't fucking procreate. <laughs> and you swallow one. Yeah, yeah. One of those one of those quarters goes in your mouth. Uh, I just, like, like I, one thing I, I don't think they realize is that people on the left are then going to try to merge into the middle to pass you. And then people from the slow lane are going to try to get over occasionally into the middle lane to pass or move faster. You're going to cause people to fucking bump, play bumper cars in the middle lane. Get the fuck over. Well, I'm just talking about a two lane highway. Like that's ridiculous. When I drove, when I drove across the country, when you got to the Midwest, they respected that. Like it was like, like God's law, like not even like not being ticketed. It was 
I'm going to go around this vehicle and immediately get back over into the lane. And then if I get another 100 feet and have to do it again, so be it. I'll do that again ad nauseum until I get to where I'm going. These people just hang out. And I even, I've even seen old people get mad like, we're not supposed to be going that fast anyway. That's not your fucking, that's not your, that's yeah. not your gig, man. You're not the law. No. You're not, you're not a cop. Stay out of the way. This is how, this is how altercations occur. This is how the police get called. It's because now you and I are going to fight over something you're wrong about, you old fucking shit. Now move no. out of my goddamn way with your fucking <laughs> PT cruiser. <laughs> Alan, your thoughts on left lane drivers. Left lane drivers. I mean, yeah, just fucking, I'm a flow of traffic kind of guy. I think like people always are like, well, I do this or I do that. And like, I'm always like, no, I'm just flow of traffic. Don't matter where I'm at as long as I'm fucking keeping up. Like if you open up a big gap, you're driving too fucking slow. You know what I mean? And if you're, you're tailgating some motherfucker, well, chill the fuck out because you're going to definitely get into an accident. Like, just exercise some common sense. People are fucking stupid. Okay. Like, hold on, Alan. But what if I'm tailgating you because you are in the passing lane cruising when there is a enough of a space for you to get over into the slow lane where you can now join the flow of traffic? Yeah, no, there are absolutely instances where, like I said, people are dumb. So, yeah, if I'm cruising in that left lane fucking doing, like, 90 and some jack wagon's doing, like, fucking 65, eventually I'm going to come up on him and then have to fucking, like you guys said, go to the middle and it's got to get all gunked up by fucking the rest of people fucking shit up. So people just need to exercise common sense. We're the fucking majority here. We are doing it right. And there's a couple of fucking dick bags that fuck it up for everybody. And we got to deal with it, unfortunately. I guess I'm just confused on why people don't know this. I've caught myself a couple times. Like, yeah. I got in the left lane to pass somebody, and then I just kind of forgot about it. And then I see somebody behind me. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to get over, man. Fuck. And I'm sitting there cussing myself. Like, man, you're such an asshole. You're over here in the fast lane, and that guy behind you is doing 90. You shouldn't be in his way. Get the. What are you doing? Why are you? You're the problem. And I, like, I flog myself, like, for, like, five minutes. And I, these other people, they're pissed off at me. Just fucking staring over top of their steering wheel. Old people. Old people should never be in the left yeah. lane, period. I don't care how fast you drive. If you have like a Buick yeah, or an Oldsmobile, like you should never hit the left lane. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a bit of a catch-22 because those fuckers have V8s. I know, right? But know? they don't use them. Give that little, they little always juice. got those fucking spaceships and they never use them. Like, but give it a little juice. That's why I got my spaceship now, while I'm still capable of utilizing the, my right foot and pushing it to the yeah, floor. Have like an These actual people. spaceship, they have. Fucking, I know. You know. Yeah, but they waited their whole lives to get this. Like, oh, man, one day I'm gonna have that. I'm gonna have that V8 engine, and then they're 75 and they can't handle it. But they wanted it and they got it and they never use it. And there's probably like a, there's probably a whole cylinder of their engine that's just like. <laughs> like crusted over with like coal dust because it's never fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Uh, this one was interesting because I didn't know they exist. Uh, I once called out a man for parking in the quote expectant mother spot in his sports car. So it's it's a blue square with a white uh, logo of a person, uh, presumably a woman. They, I don't know, like it too presumptuous here, but with like the you know the baby bump, so it's I guess it's kind of depending upon it's where an you are. It's a child birther, okay? Right, but 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 it's similar to a uh, a handicap spot, 
and I congratulated him on being a medical miracle. He turned bright red. Um, I've never seen one of these, but I think it both applies to that and the handicap spot, especially this. If you're a guy getting out of the expected mother spot, clearly not pregnant. Uh, that's that's a dick move. That's just being an yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh, we, they they have, uh, go ahead. They they have those that like uh, babies are us. Is like I just remember when we were you know when we were having one. They have a bunch of those. Like some restaurant hoity toity restaurants have those types of things. Yeah, but yeah, like, uh, in paradise probably. Some yeah. Rundle Mills, uh, <laughs> Rundle Mills Mall, and I'm not gonna lie to you, but me and Kelly definitely used that once or twice. Because like <laughs> my, wife's, my wife's a bigger lady, and like we gonna we gonna question it. We're just running into fucking right in there to Foot Locker real quick. We'll be right back. It's fine. Okay, get some. F- we're gonna get some fresh threads and some new kicks for my pregnant <laughs> wife here. Boo! Don't fuck see, out of our way. Hey man, but you got a smoke screen, which I which I applaud and I appreciate. Like, ain't nobody gonna talk shit about it. Like, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. What, what do you have a name? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jaquil Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I like to don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Names, <laughs> we, we, we don't know the uh, sex yet. Hold not hope. Uh, I've skipped a few here. When cars don't stop, uh, when cars don't stop, uh, when the school buses stop with the with the stop sign out, uh, this makes me so mad because they can easily kill someone else's kid if you're running late. Yeah, I mean, th- that was one of the things they taught us at driver's ed. That was like a. Uh, uh, yo, the fucking school bus stops with that 90 degree, like, pop out. Stop. Don't fucking move. Don't even think. Just shut your eyes. They didn't say that, but, you know, they, they made that crystal clear. Don't don't fuck around with the school bus. I think that's like whatever traffic offense that is. That's not just a slap on the wrist. That's oh, way that's the high. fuck up there. In the, that might uh, even be felony. I don't, I don't know. But, like, but dude, the icon, obviously... I know we we started the show by kind of sort of uh, uh, mocking some of the uh, children's of the world. That's 100% because, like, kids – William literally runs across the street, like, sprints across. I make sure there's no cars moving when he does it. But, like, he's – dude, and if a car fucking comes, man, that's – that's lights out right there. I usually stop, and I'll actually put my – I'll put my four ways on while the bus is stopped. I take it fucking that serious. I didn't know if the Teslas had like one of those stop signs like that come out to the side of the car. <laughs> Actually, cool. it's a it's a it's a blow up of Elon, and he says stop. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, people who trash fitting rooms leave clothes leave clothes in a pile on the floor or leave them uh, in the room, not on the hangers. It's not hard to just put back up, clothes back on the hanger. I take back what I. Don't, when I'm not going to buy to, I don't even, the attendant, I guess, the fitting room associate, or they usually have hangers to where you can put them back on to where they then restock it or put it back, right? So, but I, I mean, I don't know. This doesn't annoy me as enough as, as I guess, as much as the author of this list. Well, I, I didn't even know that was a I usually thing. just take them up, just shovel them all off on the, uh, on the ground, though, where I can sit down, take I, my shoes I, off. <laughs> I used to actually put them, try to like, fashion them back onto the hanger exactly how I got them and put them back on the shelf for them because I didn't know that was a Wait, thing. Was I'm finally like, what's Wait, that? What were we talking about? Sorry, I was reading. I was, I was we're talking I'm, about like fitting I'm rooms, like like just leaving here, guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You are our expert. Don't don't yeah. uh, don't deviate from your course here, but we'll fill you in. The new one on this list is people who trash uh, fitting rooms, <sighs> leaving leaving clothes in piles on the floor off the hangers and things like that. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't bother me as much as the rest of them though. Yeah. It's I'm a little bit of but like 
depends on what it is. Some stuff I keep like nice and like if it's like stuff on a hanger or a shirt, I'll put it back on a hanger. But like, like you know, if you go buy like a like a dress shirt, like a button down, you got to take all the pins and stuff. No, I ain't putting that back together. You figure that shit out. That's not my problem. Like I don't know how fucking work there. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. That's dude, yeah. I I haven't been in a fitting room since uh since before Calvert's wedding. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. That's the last time I tried clothes on for anything ever. I just I know my size. I order shit. That's true too. For the most part, I rarely once in a blue moon. You know what we're getting into here. Uh. Let's see here. I hate when people talk on their phones while doing their business in the bathroom. Number one, I don't care to hear your conversation. Uh, number two, I don't care uh, for them to hear me going to the bathroom. And it's so inconsiderate. So it's a guy pissing in a urinal in a suit on his cell phone. Mm. I don't mind pissing on the phone. I do not like when people are in the stall just hamming yeah, it up. That's weird. Pooping's a silent activity. Hmm. I think there's, weirdly enough, I think there are appropriate times. Airports, you know, there's a mm. lot of people bullshitting, talking about when they're going to get there. Businessmen, and I say that in a, I say that in a spectrum. Businessmen and women. Um, I, although I've never been into a women's bathroom in an airport, so I, I, <laughs> I assume that some of the same things are going on. Um, I don't, I, I don't particularly care. I'm so tone deaf to that stuff. I'm just taking my piss. And yeah, then yeah. sometimes washing my hands, which we'll get here. We'll get to here in a little bit. <laughs> I think that's the point, though. I think, see, you're tone deaf to it, so you don't care. But see, I do care. I think we should, I, I mean, I mean, again, I guess I'm being a little, I'm being a little selfish here. But, like, there are people that care. You know what I mean? There is a dividing line on this. I like silent poops. I hate, I'll, it work. Somebody will sit and stop, hey, man, what's going on? Like, I'm taking a shit. That's what's going on. And we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about last night's football game either we're going to both look at our phones and be quiet and the sounds of our poop leaving our ass is all you're going to hear mm, maybe a little maybe a little grunt maybe like a, Ew. that's fine boop. that's fine bloop, bloop. <laughs> yeah, i'm okay with that but don't, don't engage me in conversation and i don't want to hear yours fair enough fair enough yeah i mean that's it's weird but like it wouldn't stop me from pooping like, I don't have, I'm not like, you know, like if somebody was talking, I'd be like, this is kind of weird, man. Sure. I, all right. Whatever. I just keep, keep going. Like, I don't got stage no, fright or nothing. No, no, no my butthole doesn't shrink up, but I just want to be left alone. Like, this is my, this is my uh, quiet time. Yeah. My, your uh, business transaction or lack thereof isn't going to stop my yeah. BM. Bro. I also, this uh, fucker's coming I also am not like, I'm a, uh, a, a, a expeditious pooper. Like I fuck, I don't. We don't play this 20-minute, like, hanging out, reading, article. No. I poop and I'm out. I, like, I'd say that a, a poop for me is, like, a long... And a long piss are e equal in time. Like, I don't take long at all. Like, get it done. Out of there. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Actually, come to think of it, I I, I don't think... I, I couldn't tell you the last time. It's been ages. Probably since I was a kid. Since the last time I had, like, a, one of those... Ones where it took a little while. I mean, it is bloop, bloop, bloop. Do my business, yep. get in there, and right. rock Watch and roll. Pants. This is that's right. This is a uh, one. I don't know. I don't know where they got the, this quote. 
references a percentage, don't know where they got the percentage from, don't know where that, that source is. And two, it's fucking weird. <clears throat> One of the things I'm about to read here. So as ladies, I see that roughly 75% of men do not wash their hands when they go to the restroom. Uh, I go to a giant gym with the restroom in full view of the locker rooms. That's fucking weird. Uh, <clears throat> they use the urinal and come out of the stall. They just blow their hands right past the sink without a care in the world. They are lying to you. So this is a woman saying this. I don't know where they got the 75% from. And two, where do you work out where the urinals are in view of where you're working out? Is it the urinals are in view or the sinks in view? Because, uh, yeah, with that... the restroom in full view of the locker rooms. So maybe, okay, okay. So maybe they can see, like you said, the, the sinks and stuff and they just, you know. Do a fake, fake dab of hot water and then. Look, I, I, you know what? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm fifty fifty on the you know wash your hands after you pee. I mean, I, especially at the gym, like you're already sweaty, like you're already dirty, like I, I, you're touching grimy shit where other people are touching grimy shit. So what? I, I yeah, this is why we need like male and female gyms. This is why we need male and female bathrooms. This is why we need separation of the sexes in certain instances because. I mean, ladies, I get it. Like, you're taking a dab of toilet tissue, and you got to touch You got to touch the naughty part. We don't always have to touch the naughty part. Sometimes I can just free dangle, yeah, man. Yeah, I just let it ride. Yeah, I just cut, cut it loose and fucking <laughs> drain away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, sometimes there's no hand involvement. You know, very, very yeah. little. Uh, there's times where I just don't think it's, like, completely necessary yeah. ball games things like that uh, uh i just i, I, I just know. scenarios such scenarios where i just don't i don't even bother washing my hands and sarah calls me a pig but I, I listen if i'm in a formal setting where i know i'm going to be around people i'll do it but well i guess i am around thousands of people at an orioles game but uh i'm not like like high-fiving every one of them after a home run just a few people within my aisle if you touch any handrail after going to the bathroom, you wash your hands a thousand times. You can bleach your hands. As soon as you touch that handrail, it's going to be a thousand times grimier than your penis. Like, where do you think my penis goes? What do you think is happening inside the cloth down here? What do you think that is? Uh, boxers. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, is like, what do you think is happening down here? Like, it's as, it's as clean as anything else. In fact, right. it's probably cleaner than, like, my open-air arm. My forearm is probably dirtier than my penis right now. That's out. It's exposed. That, that's an interesting point. I used to work with a Russian guy. I think his name is Vitaly Vladimir. Probably Vitaly. But he uh, he used to he used to wash his hands before he pissed. He says, "I I I know where my dick has been. It's been in my pants. I don't know where my hands have been. Keyboards everywhere else. I wash my hands before I touch my dick." It's like, ah, oh, man, wow. That's actually that. more solid logic than washing after you pee. Now, if I'm at a urinal and there's like. I don't know, like the porcelain is made of some sort of reflective material that likes to spritzel myself back at me, then yeah, I'm going to go wash my hands. If I feel like urine touching me in some capacity because it's bouncing off the porcelain, yeah, I'm going to wash my hands. But if that doesn't happen, then sayonara. See you later. That's a waste of, that's a waste of 30 seconds of my life. Yeah. Next time, I'm just dapping you. I ain't shaking your hand if we see each other. Uh, 
last few people who don't clean up after themselves in communal spaces like a break room. If you spill your soup in the microwave, Becky, clean it up. Uh, mm-hmm. If you make uh, coffee and it spills, clean it up. If you uh, waste your drink in the fridge, don't leave uh, don't leave your mess for someone else to find. Um, we all share the space. Don't make someone else clean up your shit. Uh, I work in a I, I, I don't go in every day, but I do work in a place that has a communal space. The one thing that annoys me is someone brought in an air fryer and a rice steamer for like communal use. And it's been used, I think, maybe two or three times. And it just takes up fucking vast amounts of countertop space, which pisses me off. But yeah, there's like things people who don't fill the Keurig up with water after it, after, you know. When it says, like, hey, replace the water after they were the last person to, to make coffee. Uh, there's just lunches that are left in there for fucking weeks at a time. Just, ugh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we be got a, a lot of shared Don't stuff. be a jerk. We got a lot of shared stuff. I'm, I, that's the thing is people at work are shocked at how disgusting I am outside of that building. Because, again, it's a shared space. Like, I'm, I'm making a mess for you. So that's wrong. So I'm going to clean up. Period. Done. End of story. I just can't believe how some of these other animals fucking operate their lives. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. If it's me, like I'm not embarrassed by my own mess, but I'm embarrassed by you seeing my mess. So I will clean up my mess, dude. And by the way, inviting an air fryer and the, uh, a rice maker into the—that's just well, no. We, You're inviting we once, problems. We once had these two meatheads who were super conscientious of their diet and steamed rice. All the time with with their with their They're lunch, okay, yeah, exactly. Yes, rice and chicken. These two guys have left. Fucking, let's go out and smash that thing with a goddamn ball peen <laughs> hammer or whatever. I I don't know. <laughs> no one uses it. I think they used the air fryer once for fucking god knows what chicken wings or something that they found in a cooler at the end of a <laughs> end of a grocery store aisle like you guys would make these chicken wings and spend 150 bucks sure do <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was someone like someone had two in their house someone got married to someone and her and her husband now had two and they go oh, well i'll take one into work people will love it and it's just that now it's a giant aqua fucking ornament that sits there and by the way the keurig thing here's my rule with the keurig i put water in the keurig before i make my coffee it's always full, and I'm never the asshole. Yeah. So the same paper. thing apl- applies in, in the bathroom because I've had to replace the paper towel paper towel thing like dozens upon dozens of times. Like someone just pulled the last paper towel out after washing their hands at work after they peed, and like, oh, it's got the the brown cardboard, and not my responsibility. It's the next person who comes in. Fucking dickwads. <laughs> This is the last one. This both, I think this applies mostly to children. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong. Adults do it as well, but children are just so much more prone to doing this because of their lack of awareness and their space around them. People who just stop walking in the middle of a busy place, like an airport, just move over to the side so you can decide what you're going to eat or whatever. Why is that so hard? You know, you're walking along, you're walking along. I'm stopping. I'm stopping to think. Let me get my phone out. Like, motherfucker. I'm six feet behind you. I take two steps. I'm already on your ass. Kids are just like, wow, kids yeah. especially walking towards you. 
you know, like I'm not giving up my space. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. You need to walk around me. And they, they, they don't notice it until they're like a foot in front of you. They're like, oh, yeah. well, it's all about selfishness. Like you have to teach kids not to be selfish. Whereas adults, if they've made it that far in life acting like that, then they, Man, that's a good point. <laughs> you ain't fixing them. They're just selfish pricks. It's a good way to like whittle out the people you want to be your friends. I can tell you that. <laughs> People who just stop in the middle of walking. Yeah. Well, there are people who, like, just start yelling, like, personal information in a crowd. Like, hey, man, did you, uh, like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> and you come to me with that information. You don't just blurt it out. Yeah. I mean, I, I get airports because you're, you're, excuse me, you're generally trying to figure out what gate you need to get to. You're trying to be timely. Uh, you don't want to make a mistake. You want to make sure you didn't forget anything. Traveling in and of itself is stressful for some people. For others, it's, you know, it's laissez-faire. It's commonplace. You do it a lot, et cetera, et cetera. Me, I just want to get through security. I want to know where my gate is. I want to know if there's a bar nearby because I can't fucking travel sober. I mean, that's just dumb shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I've seen it dozens of times, man. People just, like, with their travel bags, like, oh, wait, huh? And you have to fuck. Jesus Christ, you morons. Go find the arrival in the departure gate. Stay to the right. Stay, stay to, the, to right. the right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or in this case, the far left. Just as far left as you can get. But fucking press your faces up against the display glass. <laughs> Wave to people that are coming in to be dropped off. I don't care. <laughs> get out of my way. All right. Well, there, there's. Uh, this is coming via. BuzzFeed, check it out. Let us know what you folks think, things that happen commonly and annoy the fuck out of you. Uh, I'm thoroughly annoyed right now, and I want to bash my face into the uh, computer desk, but I'm drinking beer. I'm happy with you guys, and I want to learn some things. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. Well, let's feed you some facts, some true facts that sound like bullshit. It's officially time for your Fun Fact Friday, brought to you, of course, by our great friend, our new friend, the Cuckster. Cuckster. For life. Make sure you check out Cuckster for Life on Instagram. That's Cuckster, the number four, life on Instagram. Anything uh, new coming uh, from the Cuckster this week there, uh, Wes, that you've seen? Oh, the Cuckster uh, actually got a fortune told to him by our good friend Nostra Dumbass. Uh, asked him if he was going to find true love, and uh, Nostra Dumbass kind of said, hey, you, you already have true love. You're just not seeing... You know, you're you're a little bit you're a little bit blinded. Your peripherals are, uh, are 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 a little bit ninety degrees. Open those peripherals up, and and see what's in front of you. Love is upon you, bro. In the Cuckster's case, other people's love is always upon him. <laughs> love is inside <laughs> and love all over inside him. your wife. I think was the gist of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know? The Beatles' breakup happened at Disney World. John Lennon signed the paperwork formalizing the band's split while staying at a Disney World hotel. Mm. Did not know that. Wow. Did he go back to the hotel and fuck Yoko? <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I know what it sounded like if he did. <laughs> <laughs> There's Is it a, with him and Chuck Berry? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, are you familiar with this? Yeah. yeah. She starts going, and Chuck Berry gives the like the, the stink eye that only like a middle aged black man can give. Just like the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the sound man, soundboard guy, whatever, mutes mutes her mic. That guy should have won a Pulitzer. <laughs> A goddamn Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> An Emmy. <laughs> a Got all of Tony them. Award. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> you should start carving out something next to Rushmore. Maybe smaller, but there's <laughs> a little something. <laughs> Just like at least something. Like a, a section at the gift shop somewhere. <laughs> goddamn. You know, his, like a, a, a statue of his finger and then a mute button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did you know? The only team to score three touchdowns in under one minute in the NFL is the New England Patriots, and they've done it twice. You may remember the second time as it involved the infamous Mark Sanchez butt fumble, which was returned for a touchdown. Damn. I wonder if that was the third touchdown. I wonder what, where, that, where that lined up in the – yeah, because that is funny. God, man, poor Mark Sanchez. Like, he he showed, like, moments of, like, man, this guy, just, you know, he may not be a Hall of Famer, but this guy's going to be good for a few years. And then just, it just didn't happen, man. This is like the curse of the Jets. We didn't, okay, hold on. <clears throat> didn't that team or one of those teams play in an AFC championship? Now, albeit, it may have been slotted in through, a, like, a wild card selection, and they may have gotten a favorable matchup. Uh, in the next round and then found themselves wildly outgunned in an AFC championship game that you probably shouldn't have beat at the first place. But I feel like Rex Ryan led like a, a, a team, a Jets team, somewhere around there. It may have been quarterbacked by Mark Sanchez. It may have not have been. But I feel like... I feel like you're right because there were, there were, I just remember there was a lot of like Rex Ryan turning things around kind of stuff and then it immediately fell apart the next season and then in Rex Ryan was gone like a season later. Yeah, well, they picked up Favre. Yeah, they went to... yeah, but they picked up, they picked up a broken Favre. Like oh five, oh four, oh five, maybe oh six. They picked up Penisgate Favre though. So I... <laughs> well, did you see who he was showing his penis to? I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But the thing people forget about Favre though, man, when he went to the Vikings, like he yeah. was still fucking Favre. Like he had some Favreian success. He was like one completion away from like. I think how far did they get the one NFC championship? He, they it lost to the Saints, who okay. ended up beating the the Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was that close again with another team. God, I would have loved to see that man. And by the way, uh, how appropriate reading this on the day that Bill Belichick is no longer the head coach of the <clears throat> New England Patriots. Does he coach again? Does he get? Does he go to another team? He's 15 wins away from being the all-time winningest, winningest coach of all time. Beat Don Shula, is that, yeah. uh, that he's chasing? Damn, 15. That's he's two like, seasons, oh, though, yeah. really. If Probably you're three. <laughs> if you're, you pick up a shitty team. Yeah, it depends where you go. Nah, I think he's I, I don't think so. I think he's got one more go. I I don't think he does it at head coaching. I think he gives a shot at front office, and I, I don't think he's cut out for it, though. No, he's not cut out for front office with that fucking with that bedside manner. No, not not in the least. Like he's barely cut out to be a coach in this era. I I don't know. I think there's a shitty team that'll give him a chance. Who um so I can't believe Vrabel's out. I can't what the fuck are they thinking? I mean, they're dumb. I mean, that's your new New England head coach by the way, 100%. What were we going to say, Alan? That you weren't surprised that Tennessee. No, I mean, they're in? stupid. They fucking traded fucking A.J. Brown for like a bowl of soup. 
and fucking like they, they're just dumb. <laughs> it was, you know, like it was chunky. Suit. Yeah, it was the cable's chunky. That's for sure. But still, it was fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like Manhattan clam chowder. It fucking <laughs> who eats the red? You know what I mean? It's fucking weird. Like, it's just... You know what? That you know what's great about what you just said right there. I that used to be a, like a question. Like if you said, oh, and I'll have the clam chowder. That used to be a question, red, red or white. white. They don't ask anymore. It's just cream. It's it's white. That's standard. It's a fucking Ace Ventura joke when he fucking that's right gets to that like hackers fucking like door. It's <laughs> 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 the password. You ain't the clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? And he said, "Oh fuck, I could never remember that." White. <laughs> Does, does he have Courtney Cox with him? Uh, is that where I don't know is she if she's by his with side him or? during that particular scene? Okay, yeah. They, it, uh, I th- I think personally Tennessee had playoffs or busts, and when Tennessee didn't make yeah. it, they were like, okay, we we got to go a different route. And and you got Henry probably leaving, and yeah. uh, why am I blanking on their quarterback? Is it still uh, Tannehill. Tannehill, the starting quarterback, Tannehill. Yeah, uh, Pete Carroll also got. Uh, Got got shit canned. Which did he get canned or did he retire? Nah, he actually got retire. Like shoved him out. Mut- mutual parting of ways. Mm. Yeah, mm. one of three coaches to win a national championship in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that might be a fit. Maybe Belichick goes to Seattle. Maybe he maybe he goes to Tennessee. I don't know. I I just I don't think he's done. I I don't think somebody like that who's got that many that many Super Bowl rings. I don't two seasons from. I mean, legit, I think he's legit, yeah. like, two seasons from, from doing that. And he's got two seasons of coaching left in him. Sure. That, now, does, does, is Saban done? I don't think he can do the – I don't think he can make the flip to NFL, and I don't think he's going to go to another college. So probably. I think he's done done. I think, I think he's done he, done. I think he is absolutely yeah. – the sand in the hourglass and his, like, work rate is just fucking kaputs. Yeah. And that's not a knock. That's just human you know, no, capacity. You know what? That's, and to me, that's admirable. Like, a lot of these guys, like, I, I do think Bill should hang it up. But, I like, if you're that close to an accomplishment, then you should, you know, you should go for it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Saban, he doesn't have anything to prove. Like, he's, he's, a, he's more winning than Bear Bryant was. So, like, he's the, he's the best. He's the best mm-hmm. Alabama coach, which arguably makes you the best college football coach of all time. So go enjoy some cheeseburgers in paradise, baby. <laughs> Hilarious. Did you know some people are afraid of gravity? Barophobia is a real thing. Some people fear that gravity will crush them, while others fear that they will float away. Those are actually two legitimate fears, I guess, if you're an astronaut. <laughs> like... How would you know to be afraid of that if you're just living on Earth? I mean, is is your entire day just right. latent with fear? Like you walking around with like like a, like a weighted yeah, vest? Like what do you think? Yeah. Well, I think I'm more just, concerned with like the people who think that gravity's going to crush them. Like how do you? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you can mitigate the other one. Like you said, wear a walk around with a weighted vest or some bullshit. You know, fucking steel toe boots. Like, what's the, what's the alternative? Like, how how do I c- c- prevent being crushed? You know, you just you sound like fucking Mort Goldman from 
Family Guy all the time. Like, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it beats me, man. That That's obscure. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's what type of therapy helps you cope with such a fucking fear. And I'm pausing between words because this is so obscure to me, but I don't know what to say. No, I know. But, tough, but, tough break. Tough break. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer. Bummer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I but my point on this is how did you Yeah, I want to know how they established that fear. Because gravity is like it's it's the they you know it's the invisible force, and again until like Newton came along, nobody even thought of it as a thing. Like you just woke up every day, you went about your business, you fell asleep, and you woke up again. Like you didn't realize there was like this thing, this tangible thing that's got control of you at all times. So, yeah, all right. Once they started shooting people into space, that's the problem. Should have kept them grounded. Stop teaching, you know? Dumb it down, as you guys said earlier. Well, as far as floating away, like, shouldn't that, shouldn't that, like, absolve that part of the fear? Is like, no, in order for you to float away, we have to strap a two-story building full of rocket fuel to you and ignite it. Yeah. So you're probably not going anywhere. Well, I think, I think the, the bigger question is what Alan said. You know, how do you... How do you how do you solve the other side of that coin where someone just thinks they're going to get crushed and look like Neudberg from Naked Gun when he uh, gets flattened by a steamroller? Hot air balloons. Hot air balloons. Yeah, that's, that's right. They have to commute <laughs> in hot air balloons. Boy, that, that did. And then, you know what? Then you're entertaining the masses with thousands of videos of with, catastrophe yes, and with, fails. With whimsical landings and takeoffs. <laughs> Just coming in for work. Hey, just blasting into the side of a five-story fucking business park. I can't wait to get to that open field in Frederick so I can be schooled on the <laughs> intricacies of hot air ballooning. <sighs> Did you know one of the most venomous creatures on Earth is a snail? The geographic cone snail produces venom that paralyzes its prey instantly. After all, if the venom took too much time to take effect, the slow-moving snail might never catch up to its prey. Oof. I might eat an escargot. Yeah. <laughs> or an escar stop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> where are these? I wonder where these are native to. I, I don't know. It's just, it's called, and it's got, I mean, what a lame name, too. The geographic cone snail. Like, where is it located? Uh, right around this area of the world. <laughs> Gravity's present, of course. Uh, just so you know. God. But that makes sense, though. Like, it had to develop such a crazy amount, like, a crazy toxic venom because physiologically it can't move that fast. So it's like, well, if I bite him, I you better stop real quick. Okay. I'll catch you 100 yards down the road in three days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus, man. And finally, unless Alan's got any information about the geographic cones. Uh, no, I was trying snail. to see why they're geographic, but it doesn't really say anything. But they live under the sea, so that's cool. No. Oh, oh good. They're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're aquatic. aquatic. All right. Now, technically still geographic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, did you know, I don't know if I've read this one before or not, but whales evolved from deer. 
Okay, this one's a little tricky, but the earliest known ancestor of today's whales is the Endohyus, which was a small deer-like creature that existed 48 million years ago. Over time, the creature and its descendants became increasingly more aquatic, eventually resulting in the whales that we see today. That's weird because it, it isn't a lot of the land stuff aquatic animals that started migrating on on the shores or you know up into land yes. rather than from land into yeah but i mean if the, your water's rising right yeah, it's like yeah so i had to, i took a class at umbc that was all about fucking evolution and yeah dude the tree of like the actual genetic like tree of life is fucking wild and like things that you think come from things don't come from those things and like Things that you think are related are fucking absolutely not. Like, yeah, it's very interesting the depth of genetic diversity over like millions of years and how different things have evolved. It's it's wild. That's believable. Because from my understanding, like our closest like way back ancestor is the shrew, which is like almost like a rat like yeah, we have mammal. Some, like crazy, really close genetic ancestors that aren't like us at all. Aren't even close. Yeah. And the Which only makes... thing I can think of, I know in Africa they have, well, African parts of Asia, there is a water buck, which uh, is to a deer, more or less looks like a deer. I think it's a little bit bigger, uh, and they're they're highly aquatic. Uh, you know, they they can swim uh, miles at a time. You know, to to migrate from one one place to another for for food source. Uh, and actually, like the one thing I read was lions don't like to eat them. They will, under certain circumstances, a la starvation uh because their their <clears throat> their skin and everything else is so fucking oily mm. yeah so the lions eat it and then they basically lick just lick everything off it's like, like me, for hours like me in an egg roll like it's good going <laughs> down but it's just like uh, nah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah 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 i think i saw that in the big cat diaries once in like 1997 <laughs> and that my friends is your Fun fact Friday. Speaking of animals that aren't ancestors of us, I hope uh, this comes out of the lovely town and municipality known as Pittsburgh up in northern Pennsylvania. Uh, so Cecil is a very good boy, usually, except uh, for this time, uh, one time last week when he ate a giant stack of cash of his owners, Clayton and Kerry Law. Uh, uh, had stashed there uh, in their home in Breeze Point, which I presume is a suburb of Pittsburgh. It's like, this dog, I swear this dog has never touched anything in his life. I used to go to Salem's, don't know what that is, sub shop, I guess, and bring home a salad with lamb on it and leave it out, leave it sitting out, and he wouldn't even touch it. Uh, but on Friday, Carrie heard her husband utter a thing she could never have imagined. Suddenly, Clayton came yelling to me, Cecil's eating $4,000. I thought, I can't be hearing that. I almost had a heart attack. So long story short, the dog ate $4,000. Uh, then they had to go on a treasure hunt oh, that boy. was a very, very small treasure hunt that led to a dotted line to the dog's anus. The dog was shitting out money for about a week at a time. They had to wash it out. Uh, I learned something. You can stitch together uh, currency or piece it together, take it to the bank. They will uh, they will honor it and then you know put it back into your bank account give, or give you currency or whatever uh they only lost 450 dollars wow Gee. yeah 
And they just took, there's other things that I missed in your quotes about how filthy it was, how disgusting it was. I mean, oh, yeah. let's, let's just, like, let's, we have to like beat that home. See, Obviously you're sifting through shit and. Well, oh. my methodology, I, I, I don't know how they did this, but like, I would legitimately just have like a paint bucket or carpenter's bucket, whatever, you know, the thing you get from Lowe's and I would just fill it with water and I would just dump the shit in there. And then I would just spray it down and just filter it. Just filter it out. That's that's the way I would do it. Because the paper's not going anywhere because it's cloth. And then, yeah, then you got that horrendous task of, like, fucking putting together the worst jigsaw puzzle of all time. <laughs> God damn, man. Because you, yeah, you, you have to match the serial numbers up. Or the, you, the, you only need 50% of the bill or 51% of the bill, but you need 100% of the serial number. And, that, and then you can get... You can get the um the full value back. I mean, but I guess it begs the question: one four thousand dollars laying around. Okay, I don't know. Maybe he's an insurance adjuster. Maybe he deals with large sums of cash. Uh, sells cars, eBay. I don't know. Maybe he goes to estate sales, and that's why are you, you know, so suspicious that's... of this guy? What's the problem? I'm not suspicious. I'm just thinking about like having four thousand dollars laying around in the dog. Finding four thousand dollars in a very, un, nope. you know, common area around the house and be like, "Ooh, bacon bits." <laughs> well, like, well, like I just gave my brother like the super deal for my niece to to get the old Honda, and he gave me a thousand dollars cash in twenties. And I'm like, it's not like I'm worried. Honestly, I'm not worried about the dog. I might just throw it on the table, right? I wouldn't okay. think. I wouldn't think Dutch is gonna like. <laughs> go to Chowtown on a thousand yeah. bucks. I mean, it's not that big a stack. I mean, it's right. surprisingly small. Alan, do, do you and Kelly worry about bacon? Uh, fucking doing a doing a a Dave and Buster? Not Dave and Buster. Sorry, I was gonna say. <laughs> do you ever worry about your uh, bacon going to Dave and Buster? Do you ever worry about yeah, bacon doing a uh, a cheeseburger in paradise on a large stack? He's of got a terrible place? fucking uh, time crisis habit. So I. Uh, we we regularly worry about waffles going to David Buster's and blowing our nest egg uh, because nineties <laughs> fucking time cop themed video games. But no, we do not worry about him eating stuff. He's not a he's not a, like a random eater of shit. Um, he like chewed a couple chews in his youth, but he's like half old man now. So nah, nope, not really worried about that kind of shit. He's usually pretty chill. He that's. And we also yeah. don't leave four thousand dollars in cash sitting around for that to happen. So, right? They even think like you know, even a hundred bucks. Say he like threw down a hundo, and he he thought, ah, oh, he's all about the Benjamins, or in this case, all about what is that? I don't know. What's what's twenties? The Andrew Jackson. Really? Who's in the twenty? Yeah. Jackson. Jacksons. Yeah. Jackson. Sorry, my bad. What's well, ten? I don't really have have a whole lot of cash. Ten. Ten's uh, Lincoln's five. Ten's Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Right. Nope. nope. Who's the, who's on a ten? Jefferson's two dollar bill. Oh. Who's on the fucking two? Who's on the ten? Juan Lin Manuel. Think about him. Hamilton. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. Damn, I gotta, I gotta get some. I, I gotta take I don't some money out. Use cash anymore. So. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. Last time I used cash either. And it's funny because when my brother gave me the money, I thought it was gonna be a check. I was like, oh, envelope of cash. Okay. All right. I don't know what's what weirder, I do a this? check or an envelope of cash. They're both fucking weird. I know. I know. Well, he was like, oh, I thought this would be more convenient. I was like, yeah, I guess, maybe-ish. I don't know. I mean, you're right, because, like, okay, let's say I don't go to the bank. 
I'll have a thousand dollars of just money to spend when I go out. So I, I don't know. I don't know which way you do things anymore. I almost feel like, but see now, because me and my anxiety, now I'm like weird about going to the bank and being like, I have this thousand dollars of cash. I'm like worried they're going to be like, well, where'd you get this from? I, I know, Alan, you can make all your scrunchy faces you want. <laughs> I am a weirdo. I know I am. I have really terrible anxiety about things. <laughs> I'm, I'm always suspicious that people are suspicious. <laughs> you're talking to the guy who you're talking to the guy who uh who fucks around with the uh with the weight for at, at, at self-checkout lines and <laughs> gives gives everyone the the, the the common nod yeah which isn't suspicious at all <laughs> nope but how much okay so wes you said like a hundred bu- okay dog eats a hundred bucks it's gone right <sighs> I think I believe so. Yeah. I'm okay. Not through shit. Yeah. What is the lowest denomination of cash where you're going after Gideon's ass there, Wes? Uh, lowest shit. I I'm pushing probably somewhere in the, the like the four to five hundred. Okay, that's fair. I was gonna say yeah, I'd start. I I would heavily think about it at three hundred. But yeah. definitely by four hundred, I'm I'm. You know what though? I might honestly, even if it was a hundred bucks, if it was a single one hundred dollar bill, I might be looking at that poop and be like, well, so oh. if, if it can make a clean exit, you know what I mean? If it's like if it plops out and I get the you know, the semblance of the money, cool. But I'm not doing what the, I'm not doing a uh, a ten thousand piece puzzle that the uh, that the that the law family did. Well, okay, but for five grand, you wouldn't do that? No, yes, 100%. Yeah, I'm not doing it for $500. Okay. Four grand, you bet. I'm fucking laying that fucker out. I'm, I'm putting ah. uh, uh, t- uh, I'm putting a tarp on a living room floor. Okay, hold on. Caveat. Okay, you said, what was your number? 400? I said, we'll say 500. We'll say clean okay, 500. Okay, 500. So f- five $100 bills, you're going, you're, no question, you're doing it, right? It's not like I'm, like, cupping his ass as he poops. No, you know? I know, I know, be, uh... but you're going you're going to the trouble to piece together five $100 bills, right? Yes, yes. Okay, now, <laughs> let's multiply that by five, because now mm-hmm. they're 20s. Okay. <laughs> Are you doing it for, what's that? Is that, how many, I'm so dumb at math, how many $20 bills to get to 500? To get to 500? Yeah. Tw- 25, 20? right? Yeah. 25. 20. Okay. Are you doing it to piece together twenty-five twenty-dollar bills? Twenty-five twenty-dollar bills. Oh, <laughs> I think it's. I think if it's twenty twenty-five, it's only that. Only if they come out in one. You know, I'm not piecing it together. Okay. I, I need. I need. I need large chunks. Okay. So if I got to the of money, I'm assuming I'm getting large chunks. <laughs> so if I got to the the one dollar bill, you're definitely you're you're, mm. you're out five hundred bucks. I'm letting that go. All I'm right. Letting that go. Alan, same question. The dog's wearing a muzzle forever. <laughs> it's a mil- it's a million dollars. <laughs> a million one dollar bills. A million one dollar I mean, bills. Dog's the dog's not. The, the yeah, dog's, that dog's not dead. Not alive. Like you cut it open. <laughs> that's what you do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You warm gone. up Luke Skywalker. And <laughs> you were gone for a week, and 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 he just and and somebody was Slowly. dog sitting. Not. Not paying attention, chewed up your spare mattress with your million dollars in it. <laughs> are you, are, are you putting it back together? 
um, a million dollars? I mean, yeah, probably. That's a lot of fucking money. For that dog sitter, my dog sitter, Wes knows my dog sitter, and that motherfucker's helped mm-hmm. me do it too. He's the same guy who bought him that nothing. shirt, I think. That dog sitter bought me this shirt, yeah. bro. <laughs> that motherfucker be elbow deep in dog shit too. Fucking, <laughs> uh, yeah, a million dollars. I don't know though. Like five hundred, I'd probably be like, fuck it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it's got to be a pretty decent number for me. I'll just go find another thing to sell and replace it. Like, I, I'm not working that fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what you figure. Like, they say, oh, they, the, 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 all the best stories, you know, they're, they, they, they're worth something. You just, that, that story could live a lifetime where a bastard ate $500 in ones. And I said, I had to sit there and watch him, you know, Agonize, Ugh, you know that tight like when they when they when it's not a smooth poop, just like one where they hunch That's up the a little thing, bit. Like, probably g- multiple g- poops g- too. Like you can't just not like yeah. Oh yeah. One bowel movement. Like it's no no no. We're talking like weeks, and you got to put the puppy pads down. You just got to let them. You can't take them outside. You just got to let them fucking do it on the and floor. Like my stupid ass dog would be like, "Well, what do you mean? I'm not. This is not where I would go." And he probably like wouldn't poop inside for a while. And I'd be like, buddy, you got I gotta, I gotta sift through your poop, poop, please. And he'd be like, uh, but outside though. And I'm like, nope, right here in the kitchen. Give it here. <laughs> you know, here's the thing though. For a million dollars, that might be a trip to the vet. Dude, I'm telling you, a million dollars. Like I know, I know, I'll, I know. It's you got a large. I'll extract it myself from its gullet. Like I don't give a like. Yeah. I'm sorry. That million dollars dog's dead. Buying a new dog with my recovery. Sorry. <laughs> that's what that's what no, that yeah. dog got. Dude, you cut that a million dollars, you cut that gut open, that's like a pinata. Just funneling money, just looks like yeah. a like a jailbreak. My problem is I I know I'm pestering you guys with questions, but like I'm such a sucker for a challenge. I my number is so much lower than <laughs> I'm willing to admit it'd yeah. be like $21 bills. And I'd be like, yeah, let's see. <laughs> just in case this happens in the future, let's, let's see if we can pull this out. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Well, Charlie, you, I don't know what type of, uh, what type of dog, what was it? Uh, Cecil is, but you know, if you have that type of dog, Christ, don't leave open money out. Just to put package it all up, put it in a safe, put it in your bank. Put it next to your gun, because in case he fucking eats it, you can shoot him. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Alan, tell all the uh, consumers of currency through their through their orifices, either their butt or anus, where you can find the middle class. Butt or anus at www.epsteinlist.gov. Uh, find all your favorite celebrities, talk show hosts, uh, financiers, uh, corporate head honchos. Uh, all about the pedophile lists, baby. But, you know, if you if you don't want to go read that, you can check us out. All your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok and all that other shit. Fucking Farmer's Daughters and Country Pumpkins and all that other good stuff. Fucking And for your listening pleasures, please check us out. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Maybe we'll get on something else one day. Do people listen to things on other things? 
Well, and if they do, they don't know what there they are. Just hit the big ones. We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Grinder. Just hit hit the money shots, bro. Uh, Only one comment worth mentioning this week. There was a couple of ha-has and appreciate that and things like that. But uh, house chore PEDs. This is where, Alan, you commented on uh, Boomer Housewives from the 50s doing house chores under, was it, what was the drug? Uh, Uh, Dexatrim. Demetrac. Dexatrim. Blickety Blow listener and frequent commenter writes, I have fun bringing up all the 50s slash 70s. That's 50s to 70s legalized uh, meth and quaaludes when boomers get all uppity about drugs today. So. Yeah, you know, they're like fucking. Yeah, and the boomers, are, the boomers are the ones that banned all this shit. Yeah. After after oh. they did them for a decade, that's too fun. Don't listen. Don't do that. That's fuck. You'll have good ideas. Don't don't yeah. fucking do that. You'll have good ideas <laughs> about a peaceful society and unity and shit. No. Yeah, you'll think for yourself. <laughs> you'll literally change the world and bring relationships between different types of cultures and people together if you continue Listen, to do this. We clamp down the system so that you enrich us while we slowly fucking die. We can't let you guys have ideas. <laughs> yeah, don't want to expand your horizons. Yeah. Broaden them. No, uh, the only no. shiitake no. mushrooms yeah. for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. No loss of ego for yeah. you. Keep that yeah. eternal. well it's been real guys it's been real i appreciate it uh i don't know like i'm saying i'm appreciated to you too i'm appreciated to the listeners give yourselves give yourselves a hand give yourselves a hand for being so lovely no i'm not i'm not (laughs) it just started out well he's like i appreciate you guys thank you thanks for all the good times like well just uh you know just no i'm leaving for one week I'll see you in, in exactly seven days' time. Right, Murr? Recreate the steps that you did to get here in in one week, and we'll do it all again. You can do that. Correct. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a funny true story that we'll get to another day. All right, folks. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>